Welcome back to the most accurate podcast here at 4 for 4 Football. As always, I'm your host, John Daigle, on Monday for what is this week, the Week 11 Waiver Wire Preview, as we continue towards the home stretch to the fantasy playoffs. As always, the waiver wire is available at 44.com on the homepage by Monday afternoon and will continue to be updated for you through Wednesday evening for those late week pickups. Not only that, but given that we are at the halfway point of the season and in terms of DFS embedding, there is so much left to go. Reminder, we can help recoup those season-long fees if you are about to send that Venmo to someone with a large 50% discount off at 444.com right now if signing up. And if you were to head to the site, you will see that the number one pickup for week 11 is none other than Ty Chandler. We talked about Ty Chandler last week, given that the way to save our fab in fantasy football is to stash the backups who have no competition to their direct starters. And that's the exact position Chandler was put in the moment Cam Akers was ruled out for the rest of the year. And in his first three games without Akers, remember, Alexander Madison handled 85% of the team's running back carries and 81% of their backfield touches. But in this first game without Akers, since he was acquired by the Vikings, Chandler was in a timeshare from the very beginning, handling eight touches, a 44% share, to Madison's 10 55% before Madison was injured in the third quarter. Not only that, but Chander also encouragingly received a direct snap from under center inside the five-yard line for the team's only running back carry in that area of the field. And that's important since that area is exactly where Madison has been incapable of providing fantasy points from, recording nine carries for negative four yards and no touchdowns inside the 10 this year. Remember. Chandler is an 85th percentile athlete with 95th percentile 40 speed. And assuming Madison is ruled out for this upcoming game with a concussion against the Broncos, Chandler now gets this amazing opportunity against the Denver defense that is allowing a league high 6.3 yards per carry to opposing running backs. Long term, he's an athlete we want to bet on given that he's already proven he can be more useful than Madison both in a timeshare and the most important area of the field for earning fantasy points. As for the number one wide receiver this week, it's clear Noah Brown isn't going anywhere for the Texans. Leading the team in routes run in week one before he got placed on injured reserve, then returning for a 19.4% target share with two top six finishes over his last four games. And immediately, Week 11 offers a plus matchup for him, regardless of whether Nico Collins returns, given that C.J. Stroud is averaging 9.2 yards per attempt from a clean pocket, third in the NFL, and now gets this Arizona defense that's ranked 30th in generating pressure. It's clear Noah Brown is both here in the short term and for the foreseeable future because Robert Woods, who ran a route on only 62% of the team's dropbacks this past week, as the Texans' third wideout, it's presumably the one who's going to get lost in the shuffle once Nico Collins returns. In that case, we have to still bet on Noah Brown from Stroud for the fantasy playoffs. Someone who is available in a majority of leagues and won't cost nearly as much fab, however, than Brown is Brandon Cooks. 
Because if you've been busy complaining about Tony Pollard's ineffectiveness in fantasy, you've probably missed the fact that the Cowboys are a passing team. Over his last four starts, Dak Prescott lead the league in completion rate at 70%, 9.3 yards per attempt, 12 passing touchdowns, and 29.8 fantasy points per game. And the Cowboys are clearly aware of that since they're passing the ball at the league's sixth highest rate in that time with a two-score lead, ignoring their own running backs. And also, because of that approach, it's allowed Brandon Cooks to score a touchdown in three of his last four games, and most recently record a season-high 22.7% target share against the Giants. There is admittedly a chance that this past week's target share is an anomaly for Cooks' season, considering it was actually the first time that he eclipsed a 20% target share in any game this year. But the point is, in every down receiver for a team leaning on their explosive passing game is a suddenly available on both Yahoo and Sleeper. We have to take a chance on that, especially since if you look ahead to the fantasy playoffs, the Cowboys are served up. The Eagles Bills, Dolphins, and Lions pass funnels for a schedule that will likely get us there if we get that far. The holidays are right around the corner, and what better way to please your family and the crowd than with HelloFresh's 15-minute meals? With HelloFresh, you can skip that trip to the grocery store and still turn around anything from photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts with pre-portioned ingredients that travel straight from the farm to your door. I've enjoyed avoiding that hassle with HelloFresh because all you have to do is pick your favorite meals, decide on a delivery date that works, sit back, and allow the food to come to you. And right now, HelloFresh is offering free breakfast for life. That's right, free breakfast for life. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree and use the code MostAccurateFree to receive one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Again, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree using the code MostAccurateFree. It's another reason why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Another receiver... I have confidence in on the waiver wire is Rashid Shahid. And I'm even breaking my own arbitrary unwritten rule here since not only are the Saints on by this upcoming week, but Shahid is rostered in 51% of Yahoo leagues. He may not be available out there to a majority of you. Having said that, Michael Thomas suffered a, quote, significant knee injury this Sunday against the Vikings. And we saw Shahid come off the bench in two wide sets for a 33.3% target share from Derek Carr. From Carr is important because Carr did take a big hit this past week, but does now have two weeks with the bye to get healthy and return. So if either way, if Thomas is going to be out or perhaps even move to injured reserve, we think Shahid is the big winner here moving forward, whether it's Carr or Jameis Winston under center for the Saints for the second half of the year. And that brings us to deep cuts because not only was it significant that Shahid came off the bench and earned those targets in two wide sets, it's worth noting that rookie A.T. Perry also jumped in for 54 snaps in this game. And at 6'3", 205 pounds with a skinnier frame, 
Perry is admittedly limited in what he can do. Even in college, he only averaged 2.2 yards after the catch per reception as a receiver who can't break tackles. And he struggled to emerge due to those limitations to this point of the season and the fact he doesn't play special teams. But his resume with NFL prospect Sam Hartman at Wake Forest together with 2,500 receiving yards and 26 touchdowns the last two seasons. Also, as a 96 percentile athlete with a pterodactyl six foot ten wingspan, we can guess that now Perry, if he has an opportunity without Michael Thomas moving forward, does have a chance to emerge since he's an athlete out there, hopefully earning targets for splash plays. If we think Perry, Chris Olave, Shahid, and cross your fingers that it's Winston returns from the bye as the Saints' best offense and starters, that makes Perry an upside stash, at least for 14-team leagues. Trenton Irwin is another player I have confidence going right back to, because T. Higgins is not expected to play on Thursday. And at least in his last two starts in place of T. Higgins, Irwin has earned a 16.4% target share for 13.7 PPR points per game. It's definitely not the best matchup. Only the Jets are allowing fewer fantasy points per game to opposing wideouts than the Ravens, and Joe Burrow averaged just 16.3 fantasy points, which rank as the QB 20 this year in his last four starts against John Harbaugh. But given Irwin's opportunity as the team's third wideout anytime Higgins has been off the field this year, I still don't mind plugging and playing him on lineups where we have bye weeks and we're desperate for help in a pinch. If you look at both, the streaming options, and the waiver column, and just open your app and look at available options altogether at quarterback, you will see there is nothing out there. It is truly the worst streaming week in fantasy history, hence why Jordan Love is probably going to be your best option at quarterback, for better or worse. Having said that, in two QB and Superflex leagues, if you're desperate... I think you can do worse than Tommy DeVito because at least we've seen now that the commanders are a defense we attack. Everyone was concerned about Geno Smith's ceiling and even Geno got there this past week as the QB5 for fantasy. And now, since week two, every quarterback against the commanders has spiked the top 10 finish except for Mac Jones. DeVito even offered rushing upside with seven carries in his first start against the Cowboys this past game. If we think DeVito starts and finishes for the Giants in a very desperate and thin week on waiver wires for Superflex leagues, I think DeVito is genuinely a player we can lean on for week 11. If your league mates also were to drop Zach Moss in deeper leagues just because they perhaps can't fit him on their benches, it does make sense for their roster if they need help on the bye week, given that we saw Moss removed altogether from the Colts' offense in Frankfurt. Just two routes and one touch to Jonathan Taylor's 24. And now in their last two games together, Taylor has out-touched Moss 47-8. Moss is clearly not even flexible for the foreseeable future. But we also know he's going to handle, as he showed us in the past, every single touch if JT were injured at any point down the stretch. Thus, I think 
like Ty Chandler last week, Moss becomes the most important stash for fantasy if he's dropped anywhere in your league. And finally, for deeper leagues, if again we are trying to get ahead of backups who could warrant more opportunity if the starter is injured, I look to Dearness Johnson. Because to this point, you may have been stashing Tank Bigsby, who seems to lose opportunities the more opportunities he gets. And what we saw this past week for the Jaguars against the Niners is that in the second quarter, it was Dearness who was actually brought off the bench first before Tank Bigsby, recording three touches, one that was actually negated for penalty to Tank Bigsby's one before Bigsby even got a chance to play. So if that's the rotation now, wherever we held Bigsby at in our deeper benches, we are instead shuffling for Dearness Johnson in week 11 just to prepare for any ETN setback. Reminder, we'll be back Thursday with our weekly preview show, 2 p.m. Eastern, myself and John Paulson, getting you ready for all the Week 11 matchups and start-and-sit situations you may have ahead of Sunday. Until then, good luck, and remember, be a little bit kinder to what's applied. We'll see you next time.